Welcome back to Batman's Cave. I'm sitting here with an entertainment owner herself of the entertainment, Mrs. Carla Nibbins Entertainment. Can you tell us more about that? Yes. Hey, everyone. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. Of I'm super course. excited. Yeah, I, I am super excited. You don't know how excited I am. So um, I definitely appreciate you. So uh, my company is called Carla Nivens Entertainment, and it is a Christian-based um, entertainment company. Um, but what we seek to do is inspire people um, we really want people to know who they are, who they belong to, and what they do. And we want to inspire them to uh, just kind of get moving in their life and get moving in a great direction. Our, our um, motto or saying is we influence culture for the good of the kingdom. Good, good, good. Miss, Miss Car Carla is an accomplished worship leader independent artist entrepreneur and okay and choir director worship okay i didn't know what that word was my bad no 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 you good <laughs> she sung with kirk franklin y'all she sung with kiki wyness and uh what's that bit hold on let me see <laughs> yeah cc wyness <laughs> when i saw it i was like what you're kidding me, right? And it was like, okay, so I got somebody famous on my show. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so, um, okay, so we're going to go ahead and hop into the questions so we can get into that game that's going to be fun. I'm bringing you a new game to Batman's Batcave because I think y'all are going to like it. Here we go. So, Miss Nibbins, Mrs. Nibbins, are there any any musicians who inspire you? Yes. So um, when I had the opportunity um, a couple years ago, I believe this was in 2000. I'm not great about years. Everything kind of runs together for me. But I think this was, was around 2000. Um, Kirk Franklin was looking for a group of singers and he was going to record what turned out to be the rebirth of Kirk Franklin um, album or CD. Um, and he was looking for some singers, um, area singers in the Dallas area that could come. And we met at a church one Saturday, I believe it was. And everybody went upstairs one by one and uh, tried out singing for him. And we had to sing a cappella. I like to try out people doing that. That I adopted that style because you stand there. There's nothing to cover you up. There's no piano, no guitar, none of that, no bass playing is just you the instrument that god has given you and you really get a chance to hear um the, how the person's voice sounds and also you get to hear kind of what comes out of the person's heart um and so we had to do that through that process um i was chosen a couple of my friends were chosen as well we went on this whirlwind time where um, we got to spend all of this time with Kirk Franklin, we got to sing and meet CeCe Winans, Donnie McClurkin, Fred Hammond. Fred Hammond is one of my all-time favorite people. And so that gets around to your question. Um, when I was in high school, that was the first time I saw 
Fred Hammond live in concert. And I, before then, I had, he was in um, a group called Commission. And this was back when we had tapes, which I know you don't know what a tape is. I do. I was on a bus uh, high school, in high school. I can't remember what year it was, maybe my freshman year, I'm thinking. And um, we were on our way to the football game. I was a cheerleader, so we were on our way to the football game. And a fellow cheerleader of mine had this tape of commission, and she said, Carla, listen to this tape on the way. And we had those Walkmans with the, um, you know, you put the earphones and it's connected to a little tape thing called Walkmans. And so I listened to the whole tape on the way to the game and on the way back. And I was hooked on this group. So when I saw Fred Hammond for the first time, man, I was just in awe. I was in awe of, of him and... Um, just the way he worshiped, but really what caught my eye is the audience, like the whole audience from the front of the room to the back of the room, from the side to the side, everybody was worshiping. And I know the power of worship in my life. And that is when I was like, okay, I want to be a worship leader. When I saw it in front of my face and saw the impact it had on people, um, that's when I decided that's what I'm going to do. I know Kirk Franklin concerts be lit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. His rehearsals are lit. Let me tell you. He, what he does, he's such a professional. What he does on stage, it, that is how our rehearsals went. Like he's dancing, running around the room. You know, there's lots of energy in the room. Our rehearsals lasted for hours. We didn't even realize they were hours. I mean, we... We had the time of, of our lives. And he also, um, not only is he, you know, a professional, but he also is a minister. And he was always speaking over us and praying over us, praying with us. Um, that was one of the times when I learned so much about ministry. Um, it's, there's a small part of it. Yes. What you do on stage is really, really, really important, but that preparation time, that's the most important thing and connecting with the Lord and not forgetting that you need a savior just because you're going to have some lights in your face. Doesn't mean that you have a past to sin or a past to, you know, not get closer to Christ every single day. Like that time of connecting with Jesus Christ is more important um, as to add to your professionality, you know, if you're playing an instrument, if you're singing, if you're writing shows, you know, whatever you're doing, you got to connect with the Lord first, and then you get to your business and you, you have that peace connecting. And then as you get to your business, like it's just fire. And then when you put it on stage, man, I mean, it's, you know, it's something that people have never experienced before and really touches people's hearts. Right, right. When I hear you on that uh, talk to God first, because when I was uh, starting this uh, this genius idea, I, I I had a lot of problems with starting it. And I was like, well, God, can you help me? He said, well, Christian, you can come talk to me first about it. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, uh, see what happened was, <laughs> see what happened was, I was trying to find my more. He was like, I understand that, but talk to me first, and then I'll yeah. throw help in your way. Yeah. Because when you start something, 
You, I, I tell, cause I um, well, I um, help produce a school podcast, and what I tell them is, we have to when we start something, we got to make sure we finish it. Being a president yeah. of a club is somewhat easy, somewhat hard, cause you got to mm-hmm. be a leader, and mm-hmm. then you got to be a friend to some of these people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm letting them know that when I lead, I'm not gonna tell y'all something that I wouldn't do myself, or if I do, correct me on it. Because I'm a, le- I'm a le- president leader who knows that they're wrong and need to realize realization. Mm-hmm. Next question. If if there is any music background, what is that? I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, I didn't phrase that question right. If your music, if you had a music background, if any, what would that be? Yeah, so number one, I grew up singing. My mother has tapes again here i go talking about stuff that's not around anymore tapes and vhs like videotapes of me i was very little i'm short now you know i i like to think i'm tall in in my head i'm probably about five seven in reality i'm four eleven and a half and so and i like to say the half because the the half is there and it counts for a whole bunch (laughs) right it's, it's not 4'11", it's 4'11 and a half. So when I was a little uh, a little girl, I was short, you know, always the shortest person in the room. And so my mom has these videos um, of me. She would teach me how to sing. She was teaching me how to harmonize with her. And, you know, I would be standing up there just a little bitty thing. And I had this huge voice. I always have the voice. The voice that I have now was the voice I had when I was a little little kid and um, she just taught me how to sing and then she would put me in lessons I took piano lessons saxophone lessons baritone lessons um, as well as vocal lessons and all of that 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 um, passion and the artistry that I had in me that I was born with my parents just fanned that flame I mean they let us make all kind of noise in the house. Our friends would come over and would say, your drum set is in the house. I have to play my drum set in the, in the garage. But my parents, you just, you know, there's a drum set, there's a piano, there's all of these instruments and you can make all kind of noise. But, um, it was, you know, my mom really set that tone of excellence. I tell people, um, it's probably the reason why I have a little bit of a thicker skin, uh, because if something wouldn't sound right while I was practicing, my mom would be like, uh-uh, stop that. Start over again. No, you messed that up. Mm-mm. Start from the beginning. Start from the beginning. You know, and so she right. set that tone of let's get this right, you know, because right. I know when I was in band, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> Cause he would say, cause though, like he would, he would like he would give us a sheet of music. I'm like, mm, that's a note. I can't read that note, but I'm gonna do my best to play it. Cause I, y- y- y'all don't understand how holding a tuba on your lap is gonna oh, be yeah. better than most. Yeah. And then you gotta blow, and then I'm like, um, see what happened was I didn't practice because my mom, she was like one of those moms who was like, no, nah, you ain't playing that in my house. You're gonna have to play when I'm away from the house because I. I it makes a lot of noise. Right. And then, especially me, I blow hard. So, boom, yeah. Yeah. boom, yeah. <laughs> then it goes yeah. out. Yes, yes. So, I was like, oh, I was like, uh-uh, band ain't finna work for me. I can't play the music. 
I can't read the music. And I'm like, no, I'm not getting to the music industry. Maybe I'll stick to audio, but I won't be doing music. <laughs> so um, next question. Are you affiliated with any label? Um, I know you told us you have your own entertainment company. Mm -hmm. So like give us more about um, finding your finding out that you wanted to host your I mean, wanted to own your own entertainment company. Yeah, yeah. I think um, a lot of the things that I'm doing now, probably almost all of the things I'm doing now, when I was your age, that's what I was thinking about. These were the things that I was thinking and dreaming about. So I'm constantly living my dreams, and I thank the Lord for the opportunity to do that. I So I own the entertainment company, and I try to partner with um, publicists and manager, something's attacking you over there, isn't it? It's just right here by my ear. I'm so sorry about that. No, 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 no. You're good. So I try to partner with publicists and managers and um, agents to help me you know, get the word out about um, the things that I'm producing and the people that are with me that they are producing. And so far, I, I, I won't, I will never, I won't say never, but so far, um, a, an opportunity to sign with a, a bigger label or another label or parent label, um, I haven't taken one of those opportunities so far. Not to say that I won't. But because um, I'm all about growing and trying new things, um, try, trying new things is great. You know, if you fail, then you learned, you know, right. and if you succeed, then there you go. But um, I'm, I'm not afraid to try new things. I'm not afraid to, to mix it up and take a chance and everything, because I believe that the Lord has given me a lot of creativity. And so there are people that I need around me to, to help me is um, to, to succeed. So that's kind of where I am right now. Right. And like I always tell my friends, because my friends are, I surround myself with entrepreneurs because I like to get money and I like to make my own. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so my friend, she uh, just became an entrepreneur. And I'm like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. This is going to be a journey for you. <laughs> yes. yes. I was like, so here's a little bit of advice. Make sure you get your uh, LLC. Make sure you get this. Make sure you get this. She was like, I'm working on all of those. Thank you for the advice. And I'm like, good job. Good job. That's all yeah. I can say right now. Because yeah. I was like, I, when I, I wish I had the person in my corner to tell me. Well, I do have a person in my corner. I wish I had the person to uh, tap me on the shoulder and be like, Christian, we got to do this. We got to start this. We got to make sure this is right. And I'm like, because um, a lot of people told me that using Batman's Batcave would result to copyright and all of this. I'm like, I I, I don't want to change that name. It's, it's me. It's unique. And it's everything after Christian. So I'm like, you know what? You know what? I changed it for a little bit. I changed it for a little bit. And I'm like, nah, that ain't where God wanted me to be. And I want to be back to Batman's Batcave because mm -hmm. people can't understand the names, the CBW brand. And I'm like, okay, we'll just use that for the t-shirt line. Because I'm like, okay, God, I see once you start this podcast, you want me to, you want me to start the merch line. And when I started, I'm like, God, okay, when you wanted me to start the merch line, I had a lot of sales. And I'm like, God, I can't keep up with all of them. <laughs> I'm like. But I see what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> but I see what you're yeah. doing. You're making a path so people, because yeah. I'm like, one of, I'll tell God I wanted to be one of those leaders 
who people look up to and people uh, can call and ask for advice. I tell my friends, don't hesitate to call anytime. If you need something, just let me know if you need advice. But I can't I, I can't help you with anything else but advice because um, I'm a bad advice giver. Because <laughs> 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 I'm like, OK, let's do this. As soon as they do it, they fall in the mud. You know what? Okay. Um, what happened was, I would just go over here and stand in the corner because I don't know how that happened. And you taking advice from me, I don't even. Because <laughs> it, was, it was like a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> so they was like, Christian, we can't trust you no more. I'm like, you know what? You can just trust me with anything else. But if you ask me for advice, just know that you might not be getting good advice. <laughs> well, some then, things work out and some don't, you know. Right. And, they was, and they was sitting there like, uh, um, they was they was giving me the side eye the whole entire um, the whole entire not uh, the side eye. Day. And they was like, because <laughs> I because they was they I I did not kid you. They was looking at me weird the whole entire school day. I'm like. Um, I don't know what I did, but whatever I did, can y'all stop giving me that stank eye? Because I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay, let's move. Let's move to the next question. What do you like most about playing? And what do you like most about playing and singing? Most about what do you like most about singing and playing music? Yeah, um, singing and singing is something that comes very natural to me. And so, um, playing an instrument comes difficult. So I have to really, really, really concentrate and really try, um, to play an instrument, but singing is just something that just comes out of my body. But what that means is, um, whatever you work hard at, whatever you put your time into those things will blossom. So, Things that come difficult to you doesn't mean that you shouldn't do them. It it just means that you're going to have, have to have some balance between the things that come um, more natural and the things that are a little bit hard. So um, I like, but honestly, I really prefer to dig into things that, that come, um, that don't come very easy. I like the challenges, challenges of life. So um, playing an instrument, I guess, the main thing that when I practice, um, I'm playing is, is the piano and, um, it, because of the challenge, it is calming and I just, I just love it. Um, I, you know, I used to play the saxophone and the baritone. I think just saxophone and the baritone is, um, what I was playing. And, uh, again, those I had to dig into it just did not come reading music came easily, but the actual playing of the instrument and making it sound beautiful and getting it to, um, this high level, um, that part, um, was, was difficult. The thing I love about singing is, uh, I believe the voice that God has given me holds all of this passion and love for Jesus Christ. And so I really love to sing because um, people get connected to the heart of God and people hear um, what God has to say to them. It's um, I believe that singing is a gift for the people. 
And uh, the Lord sent me to this earth with that gift already inside of me. And I just had to wake it up and to polish it, polish it up. But right. it's for the people. Then that's 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 why I love singing. Right. And I was watching a I don't know why I'm going to start talking about movies, but I was watching a movie the other day and the movie, it um, it, it, it opened something up for me. It was like, you can't get a rock in you can't get a rock and expect a diamond in three days. And I was like, yeah. uh, you know what? You know what? That actually says something to me. Mm -hmm. And it was like, so how are we, how are we supposed to uh, start a creation, expect it to blossom, and we have no, no creative inside of it? That's why I tell people all the time, well, this is something... When people tell me that I don't know what I'm doing, I'm like, well, I know that I'm not, I don't know what I'm doing. I know God put this on my heart and I know that God is taking me somewhere with this podcast. I know good, good and well that I know, I know good and well that I may not know that much about, uh, know that much about podcasting, but I can tell you, I know a sure lot about filming and I know a sure lot about audio because I've been doing it for a long time, like since I was... 10 i've always had a video camera right here just recording stuff just randomly record mm -hmm. my mom my mom and my grandma would be like why are you recording i'm like uh yeah because i want to do something when i grow up and it was like we okay all righty they just left me alone at that point because they knew that they they knew that it, it, it ain't going nowhere, it's <laughs> and going nowhere. I, yes and to this day i still have i still have video recordings of um how i how i just how I just had the camera here mm -hmm. and had the camera there. I was even at church recording stuff. I'm like, oh, now I see. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people, um, so people do know that you work, work for the Highland Park United Methodist Church. Can you tell yes. us more about what you do there? Yes. Yeah, so I was in worship for years um, in our contemporary worship setting for years and years and years. So I started as a contract member of the band. I was singing um, and then moved into full time worship um, leader uh, working for the contemporary service. And now I get the honor and the joy and the privilege of building the racial justice ministry. So I've uh, done that for the past, I think it's going on three years now, director of racial justice ministry, which means I get to use even more of my gifts and I get to dig in even more. I'm doing, um, I'm always reading, I'm always writing, I'm always teaching, teaching about different cultures, different people, teaching what God had in mind when he created diversity. Um, bringing people together in unity and love, it is really um, it makes my heart sing. So I I'm I'm into I call these my bonus years where I get to just dig into things that I really love and things that bring me a lot of joy that I have a lot of joy doing them. Now that doesn't mean that they are easy. When you say you're going to bring people of different races and cultures and backgrounds together. That is a recipe for disaster. We all have our different uh, ideas and I, our different thoughts about the world. And a lot of times we truly aren't um, gracious 
to someone else. Like we aren't open to seeing their point of view. We right. have our own point of view and we stick to it and we put our foot down and then we're alone because we don't have anybody else in our circle, you know, yeah. or anybody else different from us in our circle and no one else from a different point of view is speaking into um, into our atmosphere or into our lives and, and we're missing that. Um, you know, as Americans and sometimes as Christians. Right. And um, the Lord really created um, diversity for us to be with each other and learn from each other um, to, uh, to minister together so that we can reach more people with um, the message of Jesus Christ, you know, with, with the gospel. So I, I'm in my bonus years and I'm loving my bonus years. Congratulations. Thank so in you. Order to you on Thank your, you. Um, was it racial injustice? Yes, ra racial justice ministry. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to get that wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, all good. <laughs> so, um, it's something about when you see something, when you see something up here, you got to make it a reality out there. Yes. I'm like, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> and I'm like, this is where I make something happen. So, a lot of times I will see something and I'm like, we got to put that here. We got to do that here. And when I uh, spoke at the Summit this past year, and I was like, well, I like it. I like it. I definitely like it. I've been going there for the past, like, three years, I think so. Probably okay. three, two. And then I was telling Ms. Jones about it. I was like, you know what? We got to we gotta put that in Dallas. We got to put that everywhere because it'll reach a bigger audience, and then mm -hmm. it'll touch students like it touched mm -hmm. me. Because mm -hmm. once you – I know this – once you put something in somebody's heart, it ain't gonna leave their heart. It ain't gonna leave. It ain't gonna leave their heart. It's just gonna bug and bug and bug them mm -hmm. until they started. Cause that's how this podcast was. <laughs> like I didn't want to start it. I I made what I did was it was supposed to be a podcast about me. And I was like, that ain't what I had in store for you with that. I'm like, you know what? Okay. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to invite different people of different topics, of different, different genres. And we're going to talk about different stuff. And I'm like, okay. So I don't know where that came from, but I know it's, I know it's, I know it's going to take off because that's a great yes. idea. Yes. <laughs> and I'm that like, is great. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, God. So here's what we're going to, I'm like, so God, where, where, where do I start? He was like, I, I, I was, I'm looking like this. He was like, okay, takes like put your first off, advertise the business. Whenever you get a business and you're starting mm -hmm. it, advertise mm -hmm. it. Because mm -hmm. once you advertise something, you're going to get a lot of, lot of, lot of people asking you where to get it and what to do it. Especially if you're a big influence on the world, um, like uh, celebrities now, or you got big, or you got friends who will just ask you, um, how do you start this and how do you start that? I know when I started the clothing brand for Batman's Batcave, I had a lot of people asking me, well, how do I start this? I'm like, well, see, what ha happened was my mom is a T-shirt maker and she does a lot of stuff for me. Um, she does a lot of stuff for me that I can't, I haven't thanked that lady yet. That lady's awesome. That lady's yeah, awesome. that is wonderful. <laughs> that lady's awesome. I, I, I don't know about y'all, but I got the best mom yet. So... <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. I have the best mom too, because who that's who you're talking about from Love Ministries. Right. Jones. Yes. So, that lady yes, is so wonderful. sweet. That lady is extremely sweet. Like anytime I'm dealing with someone or anytime that I'm uh anytime that I want to start something at Love Ministries or just help her with something. She's like, Come on, Krishna, come on. And mm -hmm. I'm like, Miss mm -hmm. John, I don't want to do that. And, <laughs> just, uh 
But you're a leader, so you got to right. get out there and do it. Yeah. Right. She was like, but I thought you wanted to be a leader. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, Miss mm-hmm. Jones, I got a shot here. She said, no, nah, we got to break that up. We got to break that up. <laughs> I'm like, Miss Jones, she was like, that lady, okay, that lady is so sweet. I can't even begin to say how sweet she is because um, when they were trying to figure out how to get more people to come to Love Ministries, mm-hmm. see, this is how I knew God had something for me to do. Even if I didn't start the podcast, he had something for me to do. And I'm like, so God, I know I'm a leader. Okay. He was like, tell them the advice that they need to bring more people to your love ministries. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the economy we live in today, it it wires around social media. So I'm mm-hmm. like, create an Instagram for uh, love yeah. ministries yeah. and take pictures and post them and do stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because once you do that, mm-hmm. I can repost it. And you got people wanting to help with love ministries, wanting to take part in love ministries. I love love ministry so much because when I first moved to Dallas, it was like, I don't even know what I'm going to do in here. I don't even know where I'm going to go. Because on Wednesday, on Wednesday, Tuesdays and Wednesdays nights, me and my sister had nothing to do. Thank God for Miss Jones and Brother Jones mm-hmm. and love ministries. Because I know one thing, we got a Bible lesson, we got mm-hmm. food, and we got mm-hmm. snacks. All mm-hmm. by the help of love ministries. Amen. And them people are God sins because they will literally... Amen. Make sure you are okay and make sure you got transportation back and from your destination. I'm sorry. I have to brag on love. That's great. That's great. That's what they do. They raise kids. They raise three of their own. And now they're just, yes, they're pouring into, pouring into the city. So I love it. Yeah. I just had to brag on love ministries real quick. Yeah. And I I know that retreat that we went to. Oh, spectacular. Spectacular. We I so I told the uh boys when we first did our like cabin when we did our cabin and then it was late night. I told Mm -hmm. the boys I wanna build better bonds with you guys and then I wanna also learn more about the retreat because I know one thing. I like getting away for the weekend type of things because that was fun to me because I got away from um I got I just got away from all the things that was bothering me. And I was Mm -hmm. like um, okay, see, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to just, <laughs> I'm just turn this off right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. My phone was just bothering me. And I'm like, I, I had to turn it on to record some of the stuff that they were saying. Because um, I'm going to insert a clip into the uh, episode. But I know the one uh, meeting that we did do with one of the brothers, I can't remember the names right now, charged mm-hmm. it to my mind and not my heart because I'm everywhere. Um, <laughs> but they were saying that, the, the reputation you build is not nothing for um, just trying to be a strong, trying to be strong and stand up for yourself. Don't do something that would look stupid or just cause a bad uh, reputation for yourself. So the example that he used was a guy, a guy came into his job and called them out his name and they just randomly started uh, chaosing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm substituting chaosing. Um, I hope somebody got that. Okay. So <laughs> he substituted chaos. He substituted chaos for fighting and they started just okay. going back and forth. And um, he was like, well, he talked to do, what if somebody came into your job with a gun and y'all just started doing that and he pulled out a gun? Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a great example because that's what lo- world we live in today. Yes. Guns are just visible. That can happen. Everybody wants to shoot and kill mm-hmm. and all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It had a big impact on my heart with the Ralph Laurel situation and mm-hmm. then it had a big impact on my heart with the um school shootings and i'm like mm-hmm. why 
what economy do we live in today? Like, what serious world do we live in today mm-hmm. where people can just go into a school and shoot up the school and don't feel no remorse? Mm-hmm. And then the girl with the transgender rights. I'm like, okay. So what you could have done better is you could have fought for your rights like any other decent human being would have. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I know that was harsh coming from a harsh place. And I'm like, she got to feel something about that now after the fact that she didn't. I'm like, but you got crazy people out here who ain't gonna feel no remorse for the, some of the stuff that they do. I'm like, ah, that was crazy. Because mm-hmm. when I seen, I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, see, this ain't, I, I can't have this happening for longer. So I'm like, I gotta be the change that I want to see inside my city, my community, and my world. So I'm like, okay, so we gonna open season two, and we gonna do a lot of stuff. Because I was like, I was thinking. I, I haven't admitted this to nobody yet, but I was thinking about closing down this podcast because it, it had no business. It had no, like, no spark yet. And God was like, I, I, I was talking to God about it. I was making sure it was okay with him and everything else. He was like, uh-uh. What? What, what are we going to do that for? <laughs> and I'm like. Things, they take time to build traction. Right. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and that was one of the biggest lessons I had to learn. Some things they take long and sometimes they come hard. Sometimes mm-hmm. they, they're going to take longer than expected, but God had so much in store because I'm sitting here in front of an entertainment owner and I'm just <laughs> nervous. <laughs> I don't know if I'm embarrassing myself. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're doing a wonderful job. No. But yeah, so it was, it was really, it was really a spectacular time at the retreat. And then I always have a spectacular time at Love Ministries because they going to make sure they're going to make sure you on point and they're going to make sure you know exactly what you're saying. Cause, um, well, cause yeah, it was, it was the first time for me going and I, and I did it. I liked it. Like loved it. I'm like, I gotta go back. Cause my sister didn't tell me what it was for. Cause when I went up there, when I went up there, I didn't know what it was about. And I'm like, what is this for? I sat down. She said, welcome to Bible. So I was like, oh, I'm finna like this. Let me sit up in this chair. I should have brought my Bible. Because <laughs> anything with God, you're going to see me right there listening with a pen and a paper. And um, and I'm like, so here we go. Yeah. And I'm like, so they taught, they taught me some scriptures. They taught me scriptures that I had forgotten over a long time. Because I was like, what's this scripture? What's this scripture? And they brought all of that back up to me. And they still doing it. And it's going to continue yeah. to do it. Yeah. I yeah. love I love when uh, I love when you can come together and uh, create a change and mm-hmm. talk about God. Because the world we live in, we all need God. Mm-hmm. We all need Amen. God. We all need Amen. prayer. And Amen. no one should deny prayer. Because it, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, we connect to God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, bring us to our next question. Describe your creative, describe your creative process when, when, wait, okay. How to get, okay. Describe your creative process when you're making music. When I'm making music. Um, my creative process, it's the same. If I'm music or writing a book or, or thinking about a uh, event I want to have or something like that. I start, um, number one, I start with prayer. You know, I want to, I want to bring about something that glorifies God and that influences other people that actually influences culture. And so, um, that's where I start. I start with prayer. I start with worship. I'm huge on worship. I spend a lot of time in worship, honestly. 
Um, and I think that creators and musicians in particular need that time um, un under the Lord's presence, that time in worship. And then I start thinking about what's the message of this. And I have a little thing that um, gets that asks me the right questions about, you know, who this is for, what this is going to help them to do, um, who are going to be the players that present it, um, you know, um, and everything. And then I come up with, I dwindle it down to kind of the final message of the pro project. And then, then I start creating either that's writing, um, writing a song, writing a book or, um, producing some kind of, uh, entertainment source, Christian entertainment source. And I always have great people around me. Um, when you say you like to hang out with entrepreneurs, I love to hang out with just intelligent people who are further in the business than I am, but also people who are spiritually minded. Like I, I, I like to mix spirituality and, and business. I think it goes hand in hand. Um, and so I want people to look at, you know, the things that I'm doing and help me to uh, fine tune it and get it to the place where I say, okay, it's, it's ready to go. It's ready to uh, present. Right. Right. And then another thing that I realized a long time ago, well, a long time, well, a, a short time, but a long time. Uh, I don't know where, I don't know who said it. I, I can't remember, but if I, if it pops up, I guess I'll include it. But um, they said, once you surround yourself with people of your stature, everything will seem to pop into place. Once you ask God for it and it, it, it all pops into place. And I'm a witness to that because <laughs> when I surrounded myself with these entrepreneurs and I surrounded myself with these uh, people who told me about podcasting, who gave me advice on podcasting, it was a lot of things happening for me. It was a lot of things moving or moving away and moving in. Cause uh, like he ever said, he ever Sure, it said you got to bring in the new and take out the old, mm. um, and it was it was open up for me, especially with the uh, retreat in place, because a lot of the advice that they gave, it was like, well, I want to blow, I want to blow, I just want to blow up sometimes, like literally, just my head wants to explode because it, it's a lot bearing and it's a lot happening, especially with a creative process. You don't, it's like when you write something, you think you write it wrong or you think it's rodent. You think it's going to be a bad idea. So you tear your paper out and throw it across the room. And you're like, Nope, we ain't, we going to throw that, say that idea for another time. We just not going to use that one. I'm like, um, I seen my friend do that one time and he was like, well, I don't think it's going to be a great idea. I was like, any great idea, any idea that you have is a great idea. It just needs yeah. sparkle and it needs yeah. pizzazz. And I'm like, yeah. come on, come on. Let me work with you real quick. Yeah. Let me, and we yeah. got first, this. First thing you got to do is just get it out. Like after you know what you're going for, after you get right. your list of this is what I'm doing. Um, this is the purpose of it. This is who it's for. Then first thing you do, yes, yes. Everything should just, just get it out of yourself. And right. then you go back and fine tune. Yeah. I hate right. that. No, don't throw the idea across the room. Because mm -mm. <laughs> it, it was like one of those things. What do you like? Because it was, the way he did it, it was like, I was on the phone. I was on the phone. Um. I guess I was making a script or something, doing something that I normally uh -huh. do. And he was like, well, because he, he threw it in my peripheral view. Like, I'm sitting uh -huh. here doing this. And then he threw it. I'm like, what? 
did you just throw? And he was like, oh, nothing. I picked it up. I read it. I was like, so you trying to keep a creative, a creative idea away from me? And I'm like, let's let's work with it. Let's let's see what we can do here. Let's see how this can change. Let's let's just work. And we got to work. He he liked it, and he it, he his idea is sparking in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so you're you're now an entrepreneur. You're now an entrepreneur, but you almost threw that idea away. I'm yeah, like, no, um, okay. Yeah. See, I see where I see where you were going with that idea. I'm like, God has something in store for you. I'm like, I knew God. I'm like, I didn't know God had a lot of stuff for me. Until my, until my pastor told me, I'm like I didn't find my spark until I sat down, until I sat down in the church and prayed about some stuff. I'm like I don't know where this is gonna go. I don't know where this is going. While they were worshiping, I was praying, and I'm like, uh, uh, what the world is happening? A lot of things, a lot of doors start opening once I use that prayer. A lot, I'm still praying today because I know prayer works, and I tell people push, pray until something happens. And once you take that and you use it in aspect of life, things will sparkle. Things will do a lot of things that you never saw it happening. Me, I'm like one of those creators who I will pray about something. Don't see it happening. No, nah, we're going to use that for another idea. So hear me when I say just pray about it. Um, pray about it and then ask God for it another. Like, ask God for it and keep asking God for it because the prayer is going to work. Um mm-hmm. Prayer is going to work. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's game time. Okay, let's do this game. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> uh, speaking, with, speaking with her before this interview, she was like, I don't know. Okay, so here we go. The game is called Describe That. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking about at a time limit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you may need to. Okay, so the first thing that I want people to know about this game is that it, it says it on the flyer above your screen. Um, it says it, describe the object given by the host without using the two words also given by the host. I think I need to change okay. that. Anyway. So, um, Mrs. Carla. Yes. Here's a good question. <laughs> describe microphone. Describe microphone without using instrument or singing. Okay, so a microphone is something that amplifies um, whatever sound is going through it. (laughs) Good job. Okay, good. (laughs) I even caught that. Y'all better make sure y'all caught that at home (laughs) because... Another question. Describe phone. Describe it. Um, describe phone, which is a cellular device. Describe phone without using device and or prepaid. Okay. Okay. Device and or prepaid. So a cellular phone. Is, I think I got this one. Is something that allows you to. Call and communicate with there someone. We <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I had to check. I was like, I'm going to say call. Is that the word I'm not supposed to say? No, I can do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Another one I got for you. I had to make some of these easy and some of these hard because I would I looked at some of these questions twice and couldn't figure it out. So describe social media without using text as in texting a friend or and or text as in story text. Um and then the so the first word is text and then the second word is marketing. So you can't so you gotta describe social media without using text or marketing. Okay, so social media, I, I feel like social media is something we got to use carefully now. Right. Um, got to look at it carefully, take stuff, you know, some stuff is not as shiny as it seems like it is on social media, but Everything I already forgot the words I'm not supposed to say, but it is um, something that's on the internet, I can say that, and you... Um, you use it to showcase stuff about your life. Is that okay? Use it to showcase stuff about your life and, um, you use it to connect with other people. The way you are, uh, trying to make sure this is it's funny, but it's cool. Just save again. <laughs> The next one I got for you is describe, okay. describe, okay, describe a camera without using recording or pictures. Okay, describe a camera. Okay, without using recording or pictures. And so a camera is, I have no idea what else to say about a camera. It, um, you say you can't say pictures. And <laughs> you... Point it in the direction of something you want to capture. Right. You <laughs> click the button and it can say recording and it um, stores that memory for you and you can go back and look and at there, it like there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I got one more for you. Okay. Maybe I think I'm doing all right. I was kind of scared about this. I think I'm doing all right. <laughs> Describe. Okay, okay, here we go. Describe a watch without using clock or wireless. Okay, describe a watch without. Describe a clock without using watch or wireless. Um, other way around. Other way around. Describe a watch without wow. using clock or wireless. Okay, describe a watch. Okay, so. First of all, I'm horrible at time. I'm always late. And so um, I'm sure people will be like, she don't, she can't describe. <laughs> this is not her question. <laughs> so a watch is something that tells, tells you time. Did we say time? Something mm -hmm. that tells you time. Mm -hmm. And um, if you use it right, you'll get places early. But if you don't like me, You'll be running in late. That's my description. Because <laughs> I have to stay on brand of who I am. And I know I'm always late. I got to tell you, you use watched in that sentence. <laughs> that one threw me. You, not, that wasn't a good one for me. I don't think you catch the issue. Just keep going. Probably several times. <laughs> I tried. 
So X on that one, but good on the other ones. Good job, good job. That is the first game of Batman's Batcave. As you see, Miss Carla did somewhat good and somewhat bad. <laughs> she made sure that it was. <laughs> How did you like the game? <laughs> I did my best. Games are so hard for me. And I, number one, I'm not competitive. Um, and I'm just like, oh, we all win. And, you know, and so, but my family is. And so I can't play anything with them because they're all trying to win and cheat and make sure they win and all this kind of stuff. I'm not that. But I was like, I'm going to tackle this and I'm going to. So I messed up on one. I get it. I get it. And plus, that was that's not a good one for me because I'm late all the time. I can't describe it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um... Speaking on the topic of games at the retreat, I was when we played the last game. I don't think it was the last game. Once we played the like close to the last game, uh, mm -hmm. we gotta uh, put the ball over and under, put the ball over. And I'm like, no. Nope. Oh my goodness. I'm like, nope. Yeah. I'm like, nope. This ain't finna go the way I think it's finna yeah. go. Yeah. We dropped the ball about three times and still that made it to hard. victory. Yeah. And they was like, well, you gotta have. Well, anytime you do something, you at least gotta have some type of faith. I mean, not that not that not that weary faith, that crazy faith that you know anything is gonna pop into place once you rely on faith. And I'm like, oh my god, wait, okay, wait a minute, okay, Christian, I see where you going with this. Because <laughs> the yeah, whole because the yeah. whole theme about the retreat was pray and believe. And I'm yeah. like, oh wait, oh wait, I just seen it now. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you gotta have faith when you pray. You gotta have, you gotta believe in faith. And I'm like, oh well, okay. Alrighty. That one was hard. We we all broke up into groups and you had to stand in the line. Your group had to stand in the line and you pass it over. The next pass person pass it under. Mm -hmm. And yes, somebody wasn't looking or they were look looking at the other line or something and you drop it. Then you gotta go and start it again and right. and you know, you gotta get it all the way down your line. Then the last person has to come up to the front and then, then that line wins. Man, it is hard. And people were cheating. And all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, I know my teammates. Was... I know my teammates. When I got the ball, like when I was at the back and I got the ball, they I stood there and I'm like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" Run! It's like, Run! I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like yelling. I'm like, I didn't know my man give me a second. I wasn't paying no attention to what he said, right. but I, right. I <laughs> I'll be back into our questions. <laughs> yep. That what was do you was what do you have any if you have any hobbies or interests outside of music what are those yeah 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 um i love i love going to the beach and sitting there and doing nothing um we now live in houston we don't live in dallas anymore and so we is are it about, dallas? is it what is it bigger than dallas yes houston is huge yes <laughs> Houston is huge. I love Houston. It's it's warmer and way more humid, and um, it has a whole lot more mosquitoes <laughs> than Dallas. Those three things aside, but I don't I don't mind the humid. I don't mind the warmth. The mosquitoes aside, I love Houston. I love mosquitoes Houston. I'm so popped. glad that we live here. Yeah, mosquitoes can get popped. Yes, yes. Mosquitoes, man, 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 man. Um, this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> Mosquitoes are, yeah. You got to have a plan for mosquitoes. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Huh? Okay. Ooh, mm -hmm. ooh. It's yeah. easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
got a plan for that. But um, we only live probably an hour and a half, I think, from Galveston. So whenever we get a chance to, we just go down there and we take our um, take our uh, books and you know our take a sandwich and and um, some some drinks and um, our what's that? What am I trying to think? Our patio chairs, like our chairs, our folding chairs, and just sit out there and just enjoy the water. So that that's one of my favorite hobbies. I, I do love watching TV and movies um, when I have the time, but sitting at the beach is healing. I love it. Right, 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 right. I want to go to the beach so bad. Um. <laughs> you need to tell Sister Jones, we need to do a, um, a, a trip to the beach. Right. I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to email her about that right after mm-hmm. um, Dallas is not that far from Galveston, so. Oh, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, um, so, once you get a, okay, here's a bit of advice. I know I'm going to give you, a, I'm going to give each one of my listeners advice every time we answer a question. But anytime you can get free time to relax your mind, get things off your mind, do that. If you got to uh, relieve stress, through a pillow, I'm not denying or confirming that I do that, but you know, do it. But um, so yeah, when you have the time to relieve stress, um, do it. Read a book. Mm-mm, that ain't for me. That's for y'all. <laughs> reading is fundamental to me. <laughs> what? No, reading is great. It's how you learn new things. <laughs> RJ's question. Describe <laughs> your favorite hold on, describe your favorite and least favorite part about being being a musician. Mm. Um well, I like rehearsal because you get together with people and it's a lot of fun. So, I think that's one of the best parts. Um one of the hardest parts is being in the studio. The studio takes so long, no matter how many times you've run through it and practiced it and you think, yeah, we can get it in five takes and it'll take you 25 um, to get something done. So studio, I've always thought the studio is the hardest part of being a musician. Not that it's not fun, but it takes probably double the time that you think it's going to take when you start out. Mm -hmm. So is that your least favorite or your... That's my... That's my least favorite. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. But rehearsal time is my most favorite thing. Like that is so much fun. It's so much fun to get together with other people and put something together and and make. Even when I was in the band in high school and you you said, you know, how you, you get the new music and you can only get in two notes and then the band director stops you. Even that. You know, I'm like, let's play it all the way through. But no, you got to stop and fix stuff. Even that, even band rehearsal was um, was so much fun for me. So I love rehearsals. So great. Um, what inspired you to play or write music? I think my relationship with Jesus. Um, um that's where creativity starts for me. And I get these ideas in my head and just, it 
bounces around inside and until I'm like, okay, sit down and write it down um, right. and, and get it out of here. Um, so that's where creativity starts. Um, also, my mom is really good. And I think I've picked up this gift too for people around me. Um, my mom is really good about pushing people, pushing them past what they see their limits are. Right. Um, and so when I thought I couldn't write, she was really good about saying, here's a scripture, go sit down with God and don't come back until you have a song. Um, and, and that's how it started for me. So that's right. really simple, you know, spending time with the Lord and then having the right people around you that, that keep pushing you. Right. Right. And when you say, um, she pushed you, uh, well, not that type of push, but she pushed you in a way to where you now on your own entertainment company, you now sing and you now do leadership. Was that helpful? Was that not helpful? Like, was the push worth pushing? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was, it was worth pushing because a lot of times you don't see in yourself what, you know, what's in here and what comes natural to you. Um, because it's natural to you and you just figure everybody does the same thing. You don't see any difference in yourself and someone else has to say, actually, you're good at this and you're good at that. And you should sit down and, you know, um, write this or produce this or, um, you know, bring this to life. And that helps give people the push to to get outside of what they see for themselves. Right, right. Um what is something, what, what is a great aspect that you think you have uh, for being a great musician? Um, I think, number one, I do have natural talent, but natural talent isn't the, it's not the main thing. Um, I have natural talent, but number two, I can do hard things. I think that is the thing that sets me apart and keeps me pushing. Um, I can dig in, I can rehearse till I'm blue in the face. And come back again and do the same thing again. I can keep tweaking stuff until I get it right. Um, I, you know, I, I have a, I have a high bar set for myself, and I can, I can dig in and do hard things. I know y'all keep looking, having. I know y'all keep seeing me look down. I'm actually looking at my phone trying to find a song that Miss Carla Nibbins write. Well, Miss Carla Nibbins wrote. And I'm trying to uh, find that song because I song really like. Uh, uh, I was gonna say it may or may not be released yet. What? Because what? Um, we did that one song at the retreat, but that song what that we did the dance to that song isn't released yet. I, I need to. Um, um, it's that um, South Walking. It's Salvation. It says Salvation in it, and then it. Um, how does that hold on okay so it says walking in the light oh yeah walking in light mm-hmm. um and then salvation what was your what it's a <clears throat> it's actually two songs it's actually two songs that i'm thinking about but in the light is the first one that pops up what was mm-hmm. your creative what was your creative process when thinking about that question follow-up question how did how did you know that was going to be a great aspect song 
um, link to you because I like the song and I ain't, I ain't telling I'm I'm telling people it's a great song. Take a listen. Yeah, in, <laughs> in the light. Yeah, um, yeah. Please the, download it or, or look it up on YouTube. I uh, again, who knows what's gonna be a good song or not? Like nobody knows. Um, I wrote it from scripture. I actually I wrote it. I think I wrote it for the retreat, right? right. I think I wrote it for the retreat. I can't remember which year um, it was. I need to look up the scripture that is written um, that is written from. And you know, that's the thing about creativity. You don't. You really do not know what is going to be the thing that hits um, or not. But you move forward anyway. And um, you you just trust yourself and trust the Lord and um, and 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 just keep moving forward and bring it to light. I'm trying to think, uh, look at the scripture, but I don't have it here on this sheet. I may be able to find uh, find it, but I may not I may not be able to dig it out. But yeah. In the light is it is one of my favorite songs. Um, walking in light, I turn from what I did then. Ain't no way continue in the struggle. I mean, yeah. walking in light, I turn from what I did then. Ain't no way continue in the struggle I'm in. Living the light. Just getting better, joining. He's giving life. I'm getting my benefits. And so that's that's all about just um, spending time in the Word, spending time with Jesus, and allowing that to change you uh, from the inside out. And just saying, I'm staying there until I get everything I'm supposed to get. I'm I'm sticking with the Lord. And then at the end of the song, I'm trying to think what it says. Um, it starts going into, um, you know, walking in the light and showing your light and reaching out to other people and being the light in the world that we are all supposed to be. Um, and I, I think that's it. I think, I think I that's know. like the whole uh, arc of the song. But. I know when I heard Walking in Light and they was telling us to get up at the retreat, I'm like, okay. So I know this would be a good song because I know anytime Miss Jones stands up, she finna dance and, and that song finna be yeah. rocking with. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that she was teaching us the song a couple of weeks ago. Well, she was teaching us the dances a couple of weeks ago and she was like, Christian, get up there and dance. I'm like, oh, Miss Jones, you want to see me uh, fall on this floor then because... <laughs> I can't break dance. I can't dance. And me to dance, you're going to have me embarrass myself and you're going to be laughing yourself. And yeah. she's like, no, you you can get up there and just dance. Ain't yeah. nobody going to laugh. If they do, they're going to have a problem with me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, no, seriously, Walking in the Light, it was like one of those songs that I ain't heard. I haven't heard, but I know it is it was one of those songs that opened up the mindset for me. When I heard it at the retreat, it was like, oh, now we got to get focused because we know where this is going to go. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> going to be worshiping. Everybody's going to be getting lit because Miss Carla Nibbins is a great uh, writer of music. Listen listen to some of her music. It's Carla Nibbins on YouTube, Spotify, right? YouTube, Spotify. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Carla Nivens, yeah, Carla Nivens or Carla Nivens Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Right. So just mm-hmm. um, just give her a listen. I'm sure you're gonna be hooked by the weekend because I was I listened to that song <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so. Um, what is any week? Well, this is our last question, and then I'm gonna have you stay after the show, real quick. Okay. Um, what is something that what is a weakness that you're currently working on? What actively working on this Google's presentation? But you know what? Yeah, I think that's a great question. A lot of times we try to hide our weaknesses and portraying, like you were talking about on social media, uh, when I'm trying to describe social media without using those words. Um, Especially on social media, we try to make everything look like we are perfect, that we are in tip-top shape. And I'm not saying that what we do shouldn't be done in excellence. It should, because we're doing it as unto the Lord. But um, we all have downfalls, and we all have weaknesses. So um, I currently, I mean, I'm trying to um, make sure that I'm working out every day. Um, COVID, you know, I know working out is a struggle. I tried it for like two weeks and quit. (laughs) No, no, no. So get back to it. So get back to it. And it doesn't have to be something that just kills you. I mean, you don't have to be running five miles unless that is your body type and it's natural and it's good for you to run five miles. Um, You know, walking, um, doing some weight training and things like that are just... (laughs) <laughs> yes, right. Walking at night. There you go. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> it came right back up. <laughs> so I love it. Yeah, it was. It was when I like. I hear you when you say get back to it, cause um. I, so I call myself like um. I at that time I worked at Chick Fil A, so when you um when you do that you get off and you like exhausted. I'm like I'm gonna push myself to work out. Cause I'm not going to sleep. I can't. I, it's something about me when I come. When I like, if I work and I get off of work, I'm like, um, I gotta do something. It's either making another episode and inviting people. I know a lot of times I invite people to my show and it's like they don't respond and I'm like, uh, that's a a kicker in the butt. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I'm gonna surround myself with people who are around me right now mm-hmm. and ask them to be on the podcast mm-hmm. and then ask them mm-hmm. because I saw myself doing a lot of uh, begging and pleading for people to come on the show. And I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. See, I knew the way God had this in store is that when you ask someone to do something and it, it may take weeks for them to do it, but it's still like the, like the thing say, he may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. Like, literally, right on time. Because um, I was struggling with something, and then here it is. A person walked up and said, do you need help? I'm like, where do you come from? And it was like, okay, God, now you now you doing it. Now, now you making a way out of no way. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm going to just step back. I'm, I'm going to move out the way, and I'm going to let you do what you do. I'm, I'm yeah. going to let you Lord, make that way. I'm going to yeah. let you put that road in the middle of the street because yeah. I'm not going to mess with none of it. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to let you make your way and then tell me what I got to do because I know you have a bigger plan for me than I see for myself. Mm-hmm. And, and, and God is taking longer than expected, but you know what? I, I'm shy, so you know your own vessel. You know what you created. Mm-hmm. And I really trust you in this moment, so I'm going to let you move in and I'm going to mm-hmm. let you push because I ain't touching none of it. <laughs> So, um, here on Batman's Back Cave, we do a um, conclusion um, conclusion okay. question. It's like, mm-hmm. 
if you could tell the youth anything, well, younger viewers watching or pals watching, what would you let them know? Yeah, um, I would say, number one, um, um, I love your last question. Weaknesses are opportunities for us to grow and connect with God. Um, we cannot forget, we cannot start thinking that we are so good and we're so great and we're, you know, famous or whatever, you know, that we don't need Jesus Christ anymore. Like um, weaknesses are, and, and to recognize our weaknesses and take those to the Lord in prayer, they're always good. That's number one. Number two, surround yourself with great people. Like surround yourself, hopefully start with your parents or your aunties or your uncles or your older, older cousins. Start with your family. Get around those people who know you and love you and will speak life into you. And then, then start with your friends. Like it, it really, um, moving from one place to the next thinking we're going to get around better people that doesn't work because it's us this drawing people to us. So right where you are, get around the best people, hang around those people, the people, like you said, the entrepreneurs, the people, the creative people, the people that aren't, you know, trying to be all in messy things, but they're trying to create and they're um, trying to be the next mobile and the next huge entrepreneur. And they're trying to save the world. Those, those people, those are your people you want to hang around. That's my two things. Right. Absolutely. Love it. I enjoyed you on Batman's Bad Cave. Thank you. I enjoyed this. Thank you for having me. Okay. All right. Invite me back. Welcome back. Anytime you may be getting an email from me here in a few okay. weeks. But um, to my listeners, please take any advice that was given to you in this episode. <laughs> we may have laughed a lot because that's just the joy of God when you bring two people who love God together. Because mm -hmm. I love God and I'm sure she loves God even more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, Please take your take the advice that's given to you on this episode called What is Music Slash Entertainment on Batman's Bay Cave. We love you and we'll see you on the next episode.